Are you a college student looking for better guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you are slowly looking at jobs, or maybe you are finally getting around to editing your resume, or maybe you are just getting anxiety awaiting for the question at the next big family dinner, what are you going to do after college? Yep, I've been there. That's why I created my career ebook guide to help guide you on the path to young adult life in your post-grad career. From custom resume templates, ways to improve your LinkedIn, cover letter examples, top interview questions, and so much more, it's all in my ebook guide, which you can find on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog/shop. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fills You podcast. My name is Emily. I'm your host. I'm currently feeling very snazzy, so I kind of have some sass in my voice right now, if you cannot tell. But uh, yeah, before we dive into today's topic, I think it's really helpful and relevant in the current climate with some cities and states facing, um, I guess, like another round million whatever of locking down completely. Um, And of course, it's like finals for a lot of you guys who are in college and, you know, um, even for work, I know this time of year can be very stressful. So hopefully some of this will be a good reminder as to additional things you can add into your life that would help your mental health. But um, besides that, I want to just incorporate a piece of gratitude today and I'm feeling very grateful for just this podcast in general. I think I definitely say that a lot, but I do want to elaborate on kind of something that's hitting home with me right now as we speak. I'm recording this in early December, and when I think about where this podcast, well, it wasn't anywhere last year, a year ago from today, but it's funny because I was in the process of thinking about this podcast last year around this time and I don't know if I quite had the name yet but I do know exactly who I was going to be speaking to I do know the topics I was going to be talking about and if some of you listened to my old podcast that I was previously on I remember at the time I was chatting with my best friend Dana who was on this show before and I was telling her you know I'm not sure if I want to completely pull the plug um, because at the time it just there's just so many changes in life and um, you know I was working a new corporate job and uh, certain elements of the previous podcast was not kind of clicking either and so I just was hesitant to kind of know what direction I wanted to go in because I knew that podcasting was going to be something I really wanted to pursue as a future career or something that's very much integrated into my career. So um, 
needless to say, I'm just kind of reflecting on how this has grown. I mean, obviously in less than a year, it came out of my brain, like I guess mid-December maybe, early January. And, um, you know, I really just went full-fledged into it. And so um, I was actually talking to a listener. Her name is Susanna. Shout out to you, Susanna, if you're listening. Um, I was talking to her earlier today um, and it was just really cool to connect with a listener um, and just to hear how she found the episode or found the show. I know that she initially listened to Sammy Clark's episode, which as far as I know, I think a lot of people did and have. I know that one is the most downloaded episode, but to me, it it really does still shock me um, in a good way to hear how much this show and my ebook, um, as Susanna told me, um, has impacted you guys. And I think um, when, I, when I'm in the pursuit of these projects, that is exactly what I have in mind is like, how can I help my younger self? How can I help someone that I would consider a little sister in a sense? <laughs> and I never had a sister either. So I guess that's kind of why I'm sentimental to that. But yeah, I guess I'm just saying I'm so grateful for for this community, something that never existed last year or even until, you know, like the past couple months, I would say. I mean, obviously this podcast came out, what, in like end of February, March? So obviously this just has been a journey since COVID really, but um, that's all I want to say is I'm just so grateful for each and every one of you that do listen and take the time to even just stick it through some of these long intros because I know I can ramble a lot. So with that being said, I am going to dive into today's episode. On today's episode, I am going to be chatting about four habits that improve and enhance my mental health. And when I say chatting, I really say that because, again, um, per usual, I try not to be so formal in how I go about some of these concepts. In fact, I just have tiny bullet notes of kind of a general idea of what I'm going to talk about. And for the most part, I'm like free-flowing. Oh, God, I can't think of the word. But yeah, basically, that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, But the first habit I will dive into, which is not much of a shocker, but I think the way I perceive it can be different from most people. And that habit is planning out my exercises. So obviously the exercise itself, that is a bonus for our mental health. That's, you know, a given. But a few reasons why planning my exercise helps my mental health Uh, is the first one being that it's something I look forward to. So if you didn't know, I actually plan my workouts typically a week out in advance. So when I am creating my schedule for next week or when I am kind of inserting like plans for the upcoming week, I will usually put my workouts in the first thing into my calendar. And so this will usually happen on Friday afternoon, which is when I'm scheduling my upcoming week. And honestly, I just get hype when I see my calendar and I see, you know, four to five blue blocks because that is the color I color code workouts in. And so for me, it's very exciting 
to have this to look forward to, especially in this COVID time, because when your schedule is mainly revolving at home and you have something to leave your house for, like going to a workout or going out for a run, yes, I still put those in my calendar. Um, it's just, it's exciting. And when you create that excitement feeling in your mind and your body it definitely does make a difference and so that is something I would recommend trying Um, obviously planning your exercise in advance has other benefits as well like actually staying committed to it but this is just something that has particularly improved my mental health and along with that when I create my workout plan for the week or for the next two weeks it makes me feel more aligned with my life and what I mean by that is the way I envision my life and the way I envision myself as a person I see myself as someone that prioritizes fitness and health and I still see myself as an athlete although not the same level as I used to be many years ago but I still identify as that and so when I am planning my exercises and putting that in as a priority in my calendar, it obviously makes me feel more aligned. And again, when you feel more aligned with your life because you are doing the things that you say you do, your mental health will also subconsciously be very well as well. I don't know how else to put that, but it's simply because there's no cognitive dissonance between what you say you do and what you actually do and so I think sometimes that can be a problem for people is that they say they do one thing and then they actually don't which makes them more stressed because they kind of put up a front or they kind of you know they said they were going to do something and they had the intention to and then they end up falling out of it and so that can cause anxiety which of course hinders our mental health. Also, when I plan my exercises, for me, it creates more structure, which is in, I would say this in this sense, it's a positive structure. I know, again, I'm not totally about having a mundane schedule and structuring every single minute, but I do believe building structure, like a framework around your day and around your week, and then kind of plugging in the accessories or whatever you want to call it around the priorities. And so... For me, again, since fitness and wellness is such a strong focus, this helps with my mental focus and allows me to reduce, I guess, my capability of wandering onto the bad things because I'm so focused on waking up at 5 a.m., getting to my boxing workout at 6 a.m., and um, I'm focused on that and just being present and obviously getting my money's worth out of my training session with my trainer, so... Um, that's, that's something that just really helps. And then obviously, like I said, in the earlier part, the actual physical sensation of working out, even for 30 minutes is always going to improve your mental health just because of the endorphins and, you know, what they say about working out physically, just, it does impact your mind, even if you're like doing it angry, like over your course of the workout, it's just hard to be so focused on being angry there's just something that happens when you really physically move your body in that way so um that's my first tip and of course one of the habits that i implement into my life that i notice that improves my mental health 
My second one is something that I only recently implemented and I wouldn't say too recently, but probably back in June or so or July, I think. And it's so funny. I think I low-key started implementing this because I was feeling some major downfalls and cracks of the the COVID up and down feeling. And um, so this was for sure July because I was feeling absolutely shitty and I was also at the time seeing a guy that had very strong feelings for and I did share that in previous episodes if you guys want to go back it's like very easily labeled it's something about like raw talk and you know creating a checklist before you date all that crap um okay it's not crap but you know what I mean but Okay, but also, side tangent, if you are wondering if I still talk to that guy, um, I actually do, so that phase is not over, but I will say, (laughs) when I write my thoughts out, which is something, like, I didn't, like, I didn't, I was never fully a fan of journaling until I started, and I don't do any journal prompts, I don't do any brain dumps that like are formal in a sense, like I literally just write down whatever the fuck I want and I think it's really nice, it's kind of like therapy but you're writing and this is really beneficial if you are a creative artsy person, if you like to write and you don't write that much because you're not in school anymore or maybe you type more than you handwrite, this is a great way to still practice your handwriting skills if that makes sense. And I really like just the art of writing and making it nice and aesthetic. And, um, you know, for me, my journal, I think I got it from like a Barnes & Noble bookstore. It's a leather um, journal. And then I also put it in a leather portfolio, which I think just looks super cute. Or it's more of like a pad folio. Basically, it's like the size of a mini iPad, I think. Um, the, The portfolio is just super cute. I I just think like journaling for me, I use it as a space to let out any and every emotion. And so kind of backtracking to when I started back in July, I was feeling a lot of, you know, anxiety, sadness, just very slumpish. And I was able to write all of that out in the journal. And then even when I was reflecting on my dating period at that time, I was I honestly found a lot of not like it's not closure because it wasn't about closure but I just found a lot of uh, like understanding once I wrote down my own thoughts of you know the situation I had with this guy and I was seeing okay truth be told Emily you don't even you know want to date right now anyway so why are you so angsty about it and so writing it out and visually seeing what I was doing to myself was very useful in making me feel a lot better and of course being able to move forward in a more mentally healthy way and then like I said I mean I was just definitely being a little dramatic at that point in my head because I still talk to the guy um, today and you know like I, I just definitely was I don't want to say I was jumping the gun too early but I was very much in my head too much and I needed to take a step back and look at the situation from a unbiased external perspective which again is hard but like I said I'm I'm saying that because journaling is the 
activity that has allowed me to look at things in a external perspective. But yeah, and then last thing about that, I don't do it every single day. So for those of you who are still not sold on journaling and you think, oh, I have to do it every day. No, I don't do it every day. I used to do it almost every day. Like when I first started, I think I journaled every day or for like five to six times a week for at least two months. And then I've slowed down. And I will say I think I've slowed down because in a sense, like life has been better and less stressful. So I haven't had to write down my thoughts as much, but I have been picking it back up just for habit and just so I'm brain dumping every day. And so I would say I do it at least two to three times a week. And I think that in itself is just as helpful. So again, if you want a source to let out your thoughts and let out maybe some forms of stress, whatever that is, I would highly recommend journaling. And again, it's it's not something that should be taken too seriously. In fact, it should just be a safe haven for you to literally, you know, even if you want to write like fuck X, Y, and Z a million times on the journal, I think that's more healthy for you to put that energy there instead of taking it with you on your daily life. My third habit that really enhances my mental health, and I would say this one, especially right now, is pursuing a new skill. And for me, in my personal case, I would say cooking is a skill that I'm currently pursuing and trying to get better at. And the way I see this is that when your mind knows you are pursuing a new skill and that you're trying to be better at it, it brings more good focus and good energy into that. So, you know, like when I'm cooking at home now, like I get very excited. I love playing Frank Sinatra or at this time of year, I'm playing holiday music and I'm, you know, I live by myself. So it's just really nice and soothing to kind of just feel like a really full-fledged adult and obviously too cooking saves money so this helps me feel mentally well about my finances because I definitely think that pre-COVID even like during COVID as well because I just didn't know certain meals I wanted to cook and then I would opt to go get takeout and Also, I mean, that's like a double whammy. It's like I was doing it just to support certain restaurants as well because of COVID and their closures when they were a takeout only. But I have to admit, cooking saves money. And so um, since I pay for everything on my own, this is just a great way to, again, not have to stress too much about, you know, spending $20 here, $30 here on food that I literally could have bought and made and eaten like at least three to four times so that's another part of pursuing a new skill in this case cooking and I think this one this little tip here it'll tie into the next and final habit but I think the idea of working towards something that is a skill is very good for your mind so like cooking the activity itself is calming and I personally would say so is buying the ingredients like I love going to Whole Foods on the weekend now and just picking out the ingredients I need for the week to make my meals to cook dinner lunch breakfast whatever that may be and to me that's really exciting and okay truth be told I think a part of me gets excited for that because 
I've been having this weird yearning feeling of like I hate to say it because if you know me in real life you also probably have known me in my previous years like leading up to this point and I was much more of a wild child but I really feel like drawn to settling down and I don't want to say like I want to settle down right now because I am only 23 but like I do see it more soon than later if that makes sense because previously I I definitely had like said this somewhere I mean certain friends definitely know this but I used to say that I didn't see myself getting married until after 30 and I was really stubborn about that I even told my ex-boyfriend of four years you know if we're gonna be together like you can propose to me you know I don't know like when I'm 28 or something but I'm not getting married till I'm 30 And so it's funny because I feel like I've been much more open-minded to a slightly earlier age, like, I don't know, 26 or something, which is, I guess, two and a half, three years from now. Crazy to think about. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just love the idea of living at home right now, which I live by myself. I love cooking. I hate cleaning though. But yeah, I think just the fact that I have this, these thoughts and this energy towards cooking and just like pursuing a skill to get better at I think for me it brings a new and different kind of excitement in my life and I think that in itself really helps keep my mental health at a good level and then last but not least my final habit that I definitely say attributes to the positivity and good vibes for my mental health that is pursuing a goal that will turn into a lifestyle or turn into your lifestyle ultimately so before you're like okay what the heck do you mean let me describe and share what I mean so when I think of this I do kind of think of this more of something being career related or something you want to be known for so for example One of the first, I guess, goals I have that will become a lifestyle of mine is just my current physique goal, which is toning up, losing five pounds, and being physically stronger, which will lead me to identify more as a strong, healthy, very toned, and very fit young woman. And that's just like... For me, I mean, I, I think of myself as that right now, but I don't think I'm at the best level of that. And just kind of my mentality about how I pursue my life is that I always want to be, you know, cliche, but the best version of myself. And I always look at how can I get 1% better each day. And so I think just just that thought process alone as I'm driving to my workout, even if I'm so tired at 5.30 a.m., I think about okay, is this who you want to become? Is, is this who you want to be? Someone that's resilient, disciplined, and, and driven to be 1% better today and tomorrow and whatever that day is. And so when I get to ask myself that, I'm like, hell yeah, this is the person I am and this is the person I want to identify as and I the person I want to be. So when I put those thoughts in my head and I ask myself those questions, I think that thought process in itself kind of helps my mental health overall because I'm thinking all of these exciting yet realistic concepts and it's also 
things that I'm working towards. Like I'm getting excited that I'm driving to my workout to get more fit and more lean and more into the figure that I'm looking for on a personal level. On the other hand, when it comes to career, for example, another goal I would say I have is just like a new business project that I am actually currently working on and it is something that I hope and plan to pursue full-time within, I'd say, by the end of the first quarter of next year and this will be something I'm doing alongside my podcast and my other business which will truthfully make me feel more confident in leaving my current 9 to 5 and um, kind of just to like wrap those two together, those two will become part of my lifestyle and it's not just one goal, if that makes sense. So that is a habit that I try to have in, you know, every year or whatever, every time period of my life is just to have a goal that I'm working towards that, yeah, you could just say it's like a long-term goal, but it's not just a goal that I'm trying to hit and cross off and put a check mark next to. It is a goal that I have to to really morph into my life. Like that's and and I think just when you think of like the possibilities of what that could be, that gets very exciting. And when you get excited and think about the things that you can and need to do in order to get there, Again, that's going to boost your mental health because your mind is going to be like, heck yeah, you're working towards something that's really good, really beneficial for you. How can you take the slow steps to get there? And again, with these thought processes, this allows me to focus on those more over the external whatever that's happening in the world. And of course, it matters with whatever is happening externally but as as far as I know I'd say a lot of what we're seeing on the media on social media online whatever that may be a lot of that has been causing a lot of anxiety and emotional distress for many of us including myself and my peers and my colleagues and so for that reason I try to pick habits that will always translate into good energy and will always allow me to put my energy towards that so that I have less energy and less, you know, conscious focus available for the other things that don't matter. And so I think the more energy you put into just simply the good things that are going to progress you in life, the better your mental health will be. And so... To kind of wrap that up, the four habits that I utilize that improve my mental health is first, planned exercises. So again, something to look forward to and of course, the physical sensation of working out. The second one being journaling, which allows me to let my thoughts out and I don't do it every day, but I do it at least two to three times a week. That's perfectly enough. Third one being pursuing a new skill, so something more mundane like cooking or learning a new language something that's you know not too serious but it is something exciting that you have always wanted to do and something that you can implement as a nice activity and side hobby for you to pursue and then lastly pursuing a goal that will turn into a lifestyle so trying to have something kind of just on retainer I guess into your life you know something that will eventually morph into your lifestyle and eventually morph into your own identity. So my two examples were my physique and my career because 
what I do in those areas will be, you know, how I look and who I am on a professional setting. I hope these four habits were helpful for you and most importantly, I hope they were unique and stood out in a different way because I know I talk about habits a lot and I know many people talk about very similar habits, but that's why I want it to be a lot more specific than just saying working out and reading and meditating and all of that, all of which are very good, but I try to be specific and transparent with really how I go about my life because again, I'm nothing, you know... I'm no different than any of you guys. I still have the ups and downs, the emotions, the anxiety, the stress, the, you know, worry, all of that. And for me, these are the four things that really help me just not focus on the what ifs and the is it not going to work type of mentality. And it just allows me to focus on progress and being 1% better. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please be sure to do two things. First one, comment on the latest Instagram post on What Fulfills You Pod Instagram. And then the second would be, especially if you've been listening for a while now, I would greatly appreciate it if you rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It just takes 30 seconds and trust me, it means a lot. And I will make sure you know that because I will usually always send you a personal DM if I can find you on Instagram and just to let you know how grateful I am for seeing your review and just taking the time to let me know how much you love the podcast. With that being said, that is all I have for this week. I hope you enjoy this again and I will chat with you all next time. Bye.